second letter it's before C it's my favorite letter letter B let us be letter B let us be letter B things can sound so funny when you sing Woo-hoo-hoo! Howdy and hoo-hoo! Welcome to Tune in a Shoe! It is Sunday, October 25th, and you are listening to Albert on the one and only Two Nana Shoe. That's right, Two Nana Shoe. Be sure to like and subscribe and follow and check out the Facebook and the SoundCloud and the Spotify and the Apple Podcasts and the Google Podcasts. <laughs> Has anybody else noticed how satire has almost gotten to be just, like, normal? At least what I've seen the clips of SNL lately, it just seems like it's gotten to a point where it's more regular than our ridiculous fucking lives are now. And I guess that's how it would have to be for it to still work and to still have that effect. And for me to still work, to still work doing this, and to have the effect that I want to have with it, there are a few things that I guess I need to do. And I'm always trying to stay ahead on those, to reevaluate and make sure I'm doing them before it gets to a point where like I need to do them, and then it seems like a drastic change, that I'm suddenly doing some big weird thing, like singing at the beginning of an episode and doing weird Texas accents and completely straying from my format when all I had to do was just be proactive and tell you guys to like and follow. Yeah, I was watching some videos about how to build an audience and they kept saying that, that you have to tell people to do that. Otherwise, they're not going to do it but I haven't been telling people that, and you guys have been cool enough to keep listening, even if you're not liking or following or any of that shit. I don't care, man. There's things that are worth more than that, and even though I'm not just like focused on the money and the numbers and all that stuff, it does make me happy when I actually do get more if i can see that more people are interacting with it that's exciting for me because that's something that 
I am wanting with this right now. I am wanting more involvement and feedback and interaction with it because although I'm an introvert, although I like being creative and coming up with things and doing different weird things and I feel like it's working with me just playing with myself. I do respond well when I have to deal with people or if I get to observe people or if I have some kind of interaction or if I get to be critical of other people's ideas when it all is just all the time, all my ideas, it's, it gets a little tiring. But I did just get up to 20 followers on Facebook and that doesn't sound like a super big number or anything and maybe most people wouldn't be too hyped about that and as I said, it doesn't matter, you guys are worth more than that. But I am happy that that happened and that did excite me and that did make me want to, you know, stir things up a little bit and maybe stray from my format a bit and just keep things popping, doing what they do like we do, you know? I don't want to get, like, so obsessed with, like, the economics that I'm causing, like, moral avalanches because I think there's a lot of stuff happening to people, a lot of this entitlement and you know, having hate trapped inside people and the anxiety and everything that's been happening to people more and more lately. I think a lot of that has to do with things like this advertising and the algorithms and all these things that we think are good for numbers and good for robot things, but not good for real people. And we're not asking those questions and we don't care about the ethics involved in business business in business if it's not like drastically directly affecting or offending people regularly i guess i don't know though i mean everyone seems to like fucking hate walmart and everything but everybody still also always goes to walmart I mean, I know I do. I know that's what I do with it. I bitch about it constantly. I talk about how I know they're evil, but I actually think that they're better than Target for that reason, because they're openly evil. Everyone knows they're evil and thinks they're evil, whereas Target, everybody loves Target. Seriously, everybody. And that, to me, seems way more evil than that thing that everybody thinks is evil. But fuck, man, for all I know, I might be the evil one. <laughs> but would I be so happy about all this if it were evil? And would I value you guys the way that I value you guys? I mean, you guys are worth something to me. And if you want to know what exactly, you're worth two in the bush... And if you're wondering what that means, good. I've taught you so well so far. That means that you're probably one of the people in the bush, or I don't know. I mean, my followers, I'm sure they're in bushes, they're up trees, floating down rivers. Wherever you may be, some of you have been kind enough to share with me some of the lines that I've said from episodes or some of the bits that I've done, and... 
the last few times this has happened, it's always been the lines and the bits that were my favorite from those episodes, or favorite from the podcast entirely so far. So, that has made me incredibly happy. That's like the best thing I can get doing this right now. And it's almost as good as getting laughs in real life, in person, with an audience, but... Since I don't see that happening anytime soon, this is the next best thing, and it really does mean a lot to me. It makes me very happy when that happens, so those of you that have done that, once again, I will genuinely thank you for that. And, once again, for the sake of balance, everybody else, fuck you. I have a history of success with telling people, fuck you. I mean, my art, anyone that's seen my art, that's almost entirely how that was developed and how it still is executed is solely through my response of fuck you to things. And when I watched those videos about building an audience and when I took my speech class about how you should structure stuff like this, I always, when I hear those rules or those regulations... I always think to myself, I'm just like, fuck you. That's my initial response. And I'll usually go along with stuff. I'll feel it out. I'll see if it's right as I'm contemplating, as I'm testing new, better possibilities. But typically for me, fuck you works incredibly well. It's funny I've been having these universe moments or these like organic algorithm kind of things syncing up where you guys are telling me the lines and bits that I like that are my favorite that you guys liked as well because I also just had this same experience myself. I was watching an episode of Hot Ones which awesome show by the way one of the best interview shows I think I've ever seen and Kristen Bell was on it, and she's one of the stars of that show, The Good Place, that I talked about. And she was talking about the show, and she was talking about one of the things that she had learned from it, one of her favorite moments. And it just so happened to be one of my favorite lines from the entire show. And I think it's so good. It's so perfect. And it so accurately sums up what I've been thinking about with... What happens as people get older? This line is so much better with context if you've watched the show and you have the history and everything, but I think it still works just on its own, and it is as follows. There's something so human about taking something great and ruining it a little so you can have more of it. I've been noticing and thinking about that with getting older, how there's so many things that people start doing more and more, it seems, as they get older and older, where they know that the thing they're doing is bad for them, and that it's going to add to making them unhappy, and they still do that thing. And they're still unhappy, even though they know. And they just, they keep doing this. And they keep doing, like, bigger things that make them more unhappy and that are even worse for them. 
and they keep knowing that it's happening. And that's why you have these people that think being an adult is just being all weird and twisted up, so anxious, overworked, and a mess of a person abused through their own experiences that they don't really seem to want to do anything and they're still trying to do everything and what the fuck is that the fuck are we doing <laughs> it's fucked up to me that my wildest fantasy my most ideal life is to just be able to do as much nothing as i want I remember even as a kid, like, kind of wanting that. And then I got a little more active, so it diminished for a while there. But now as I'm getting older again, and I see all these other things that people are doing and wanting to do with their lives, and how just constantly they're unhappy with almost anything they do, or the moments when they do possibly experience something else, how quickly it just, like, dissipates, and how... They want more of something similar rather than just looking for something else. You may not be able to have your cake and eat it too, but you can have my shit and eat it too. And they say if you can't beat them, join them. Well, I can't join them. So I guess that I have to beat them. Speaking of, if when you were a kid or younger, if you never got bullied, there's a chance that you were the bully. Or you were just a scary motherfucker. Another happy moment this week was getting to share my first five minutes of comedy with you guys. So hopefully if you wanted to see that, you were able to see it on Facebook and... If you're not on Facebook, I might be able to figure out something with emailing it to you, possibly. So, if you didn't get to see that and you want to, email me at tunanashu at gmail.com and I'll see what I can do, or maybe you can help me figure out something. But if you watched it, you probably got to see how the first thing I ever got to say was shut the fuck up. Because I love that phrase as well. That was a big part of my childhood. And it's got a similar kind of punch as fuck you. But it's obviously slightly different with its message and the way it rolls off the tongue. Hopefully you notice some other things too. I know I sure did. Like my timing and being able to string things together to make things make more sense, to be more cohesive. And I got one last happy weekly update thing. I was invited to and accepted the invitation for this weird group on Facebook that is planning to worship a lobster well they're gonna help the lobster molt so that it can just keep growing and grow into a god that we will then worship and uh it's pretty bizarre in the concept and 
I gotta say that it's a lot better than any of the other groups I've been a part of on Facebook. Like, the stuff people are posting are pretty fucking funny and have a lot of good things. I mean, I see brain power. My brain has been doing things reading through that it hasn't done in quite some time. And even though they talk about it being like a cold and stuff, it I don't think actually is. Or if it were a real one, I can't imagine it being too dangerous or powerful, which is just what somebody would say in a cold. But hey, I'm still, you know, trying to deal with my addiction with cigarettes. So I, I've been enjoying that. I'm glad to know that there are people out there that can still use their brain, even if it is to do something as absurd as worshipping a giant lobster god. And the thing that really pushed me to the point that really made me want to share this was they got Billy West. And if you don't know who Billy West is, you probably do, because he's done a shit ton of voices throughout cartoon history. Some of the bigger ones, Dr. Zoidberg from Futurama, Ren and Stimpy, probably the two he's most known for. And yeah, they got Billy West to do a message and endorse this group, which I saw the video of it yesterday or the day before, and... I'm still just, like, blown away that that happened. I didn't realize that something like that could get to that point, that level. Because that dude was a huge part of my childhood. I love those cartoons that he's in. So that was pretty inspirational for me, to know that if you just keep doing the wacky weird shit that makes you happy, that at some point it might get somewhere, like, getting you contact with Billy West, man. If you're like me, and you have trouble being optimistic, it might help you to be optimistic. That's what I started doing. I, I figure if I can't be like happy and positive about what might happen just in general... I can fucking do it if a mop's involved, because I love mopping. That was one of my favorite parts about working in restaurants, other than cooking, other than everything that I associate with cooking. Second place was mopping, because that's one of the most satisfying things, is cleaning a floor properly, taking the time to sweep well, making sure you get all those under spaces and cracks and making sure you actually get the line with the dustpan and everything when you sweep it up and then taking the time to mop well and seeing a nice clean floor that you know that you're completely responsible for. So it's a lot easier to be moptimistic, to see the good and positivity through mopping. And, you know, if you really want to get weird with it, I guess... You could, like, take your mop around with you. You could develop some kind of unhealthy relationship with a mop instead of smoking cigarettes, which you'll still be thinking about months later. Does that make me stupid? Yes. 
Yes, it does. If anyone ever asks you that, yes, it makes them stupid. Asking that after they said something makes them stupid. Or if you ever ask somebody that, hopefully the person you ask has the balls to tell you that. Or if you don't have anybody, you just got to do a better job of listening to yourself. And sure, having a podcast makes it easier, and you may go back through an episode and hear yourself saying worship in a really weird way, and wondering why you're saying that, and then realizing that you've been watching that horrible 90s show, Goosebumps, and you're wondering why it was so bad, and then you finally realized when you heard them say something, because of the way they said it, you knew that it had to be that, and... Yeah, well, sure enough, when you looked it up, it was. And it happens to be that it's a Canadian show, and I figured that out when, even though everything else they were saying sounded normal to me, for some reason when they would say, Suri, it was always that, Suri. And I think that's how I started saying, Warship. Or maybe we're headed for war. With ships. And we need our warships. Or to warship. Worships. Worship? Worship. Worship. I don't even know if I know how to say that word. Maybe I am saying it right and I'm just hearing it weird. Man, sometimes you just get all mixed up and muddied in the waters with your life, living it, and trying to generate and maintain material for a podcast or a comedy or something, and you have these weird overlaps and in-betweens, and you're exploiting interactions and experiences, although sometimes it is simply just inspirational. It gives the push that inspires the thing that comes after it. Whatever the case, man. <sighs> I... Uh... I guess I have my own moral avalanches after all. So be sure to like and follow. Like and follow. I think that's what stalkers do. Hey, come on. Beam optimistic. Beam optimistic. Think about mopping. Ah, ah. Anybody want to do some math? <sighs> math. Mathematics, guys. Mathematics. Do you want to do some math? Isn't it fucked up that we've gotten to a point where it would be more likely if someone were to just randomly ask you to do meth, methamphetamines, than to do math, mathematics. Now that is a numbers game that I would be interested in because although I hope there are more people doing math, I bet that there are probably more people doing meth right now at this moment. And I wonder how you would even like get those numbers, like how you would quantitate like a math problem or people doing math compared to a math problem and people doing math. I guess you would probably want to use 
mathematician. I wonder if he would be better or at least faster if he was doing the math on meth. I don't like him. I don't like that guy. But that's a good point. Oh, I also had a lot of fun and was very happy this week. Imagining all of you, or at least one of you, because I know there was at least one of you after last week, that went and tried smiling while taking a dick pic. I did, and I sent it to Santa, because if you send a dick pic to Santa... Wait, no, I was supposed to ask Santa for a dick pic, because that's how I would know if he was... Fuck. I was also imagining what it would be like if I were to just start name-dropping with people that I know are actually listening. Would that freak you guys the fuck out, or would you be like, hey, that's kind of cool? I don't know if people like don't want to be associated with this or not. So far, it seems more like not. Come on, man. Be optimistic. You remember that time we were mopping over at your grandma's house? Eh? Yeah, that was good mopping. Speaking of mopping, my boy mopped the floor with that debate. It was carpeted, so nobody was mopping the floor with anybody. I did watch the debate, and it was more enjoyable than the last one. But basically, what you missed out on if you didn't watch it was... The one old guy was saying a bunch of stuff, and then the other old guy was saying a bunch of similar stuff, but they were both kind of being different, and they were both being pretty old guy-ish, and they were kind of more lazy, kind of more calm, but kind of still plenty of just, like, old guy. And that's why I don't talk about the news, is what I would have said a week ago, but now we do talk about the news. In fact, we talk about the news a lot. In fact, we talk about nothing but the news. In fact, we are the news, and in fact, none of those are actually facts, but that's what makes it the news. And you can check us out now on Twitter, and be sure to like, follow, subscribe, tweet, retweet, fuck... I'm not on Twitter. I'm not going to be on Twitter. I'm not even going to ask you to like me. You don't have to like me, and you especially shouldn't be like me. I mean, you should take my good parts, because that's what I do. I study people. I find the best part about them, and I try to steal it if it fits into my personality. I'm not like you. I used to be just a little different, and then I, I kind of got a lot more different, and now I don't even know if I'm, like, the same fucking species as people anymore, or, like, on the same planet. I don't know where or what the fuck I am other than Albert and doing the Tunana Shoe podcast. That's what I got. That's as much me as... Whatever else could be. Halloween's coming up. Ooh. Are you guys excited? Because I'm excited. I love Halloween. Halloween's my favorite holiday. It's really like the only holiday I actually give a shit about because 
I think it's fun to dress up and paint your face and the whole spirit of it and the focus on candy and everything. It just, it makes sense that I would like it, and I do. I'm a little bummed that probably won't be doing anything super Halloween-y this year other than maybe dressing up like a ghost mop. Ghost mop. Fuck, a Twitter would probably be good to do Halloween stuff, share Halloween pictures, see other people's costumes and stuff. Maybe I should set up a Twitter. Maybe that can be my costume. A ghost mop setting up a Twitter. If you come to my house on Halloween night, you will see me in that collection of costumes, or possibly just one of the costumes, or possibly in something totally different or nothing at all. But I will be out on my front porch, and I will be hurling handfuls of heroin and screaming at whoever walks past. Which kind of reminds me of what I really want to be. Diogenes the Cynic. And we're going to have to save him for another time, but if you look him up, it's worth it. I will be talking about him eventually, though, along with Entitlement, which will probably have its own episode appropriately. And I have an update on a previous episode idea on being a million different people from one day to the next, how that could actually be possible or realistic if you think about it in the sense that with the amount of choices you face any given day, if you break everything down into choices and how Every minute choice could potentially shape you into a different person or a different life or something. All the possible timelines from every choice that you're making and how those grow exponentially with every decision. It's very easy to conceive of being a million different people from one day to the next. Sorry, I keep getting carried away and it's time for me to go worship my giant lobster god, but I hope that you guys are finding some happiness in your lives, or you have people in your lives that are nice enough to share their happiness with you or help you find some of it, or maybe you are able to help them find or have some happiness in their life. Whatever the case, I hope that if you have it, you keep having it. I hope if you don't have it, you do something that might help you find it. Or maybe you just let it be.